And welcome everybody. This is the Luminescence Talk podcast or whatever we're gonna call it. We're just kind <laughs> of being experimental chat. today. Yeah, exactly. Chat cast. <laughs> so um yeah, so basically we're coming together to talk about a couple topics that we've been talking about on our own and I thought mostly it would be interesting to everybody else out there. So we'll see how it goes. I hope you guys enjoy it. So I'm gonna introduce my colleagues here. First of all, boss man, Christian Lovato. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And we got Corey. Hey, what's up, everybody? DJ Redpoint there. And finally, Delgado all the way on the East Coast. What up, what up? So, yeah. So, we got a couple topics to go over. We're going to kind of keep it loose. I don't want to be like PTI or any of that ESPN bullshit. So, oh, also, you guys can curse all you want. It's fine. This is for adults. Okay, that's so. good. That's warning now. Fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the first thing I wanted to go over that's fresh on our minds is probably the an ultra recap because two of our boys here went to Miami for that. Yeah. Sure. Got a couple of great shows. So uh yeah, give us your impressions, Christian. Yeah. So um what I thought was really interesting, um, because I've never been to Miami before, really just to do any clubs or anything like that. Um total shit town, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Shithole. Shithole. Um, no. <laughs> That well. <laughs> what was interesting to me is that um you know I I I I I've been to a lot of different other places and um Miami definitely seems to me like it, it was really the first 24 by 7 party town. So like these these clubs, you know, the, I I know headliners, especially in places like Vegas, will come on around like two, three in the morning. But I mean these guys go, you know, 24-7. Um yeah. in, in terms yeah, there's of like a 24-hour liquor license. Exactly, exactly. So um I think in terms of the um, actual festival itself, to me, it, it wasn't necessarily about the festival so much as it was all of the, the different clubs and after parties that had shows going on at the same time. Um, so I got to go to Heart on Friday um, and I got to go to a, a warehouse show, the, the, the Cyrus D. Uh, Adam Bear back to back on Saturday. Um, nice. So I, I think it's a little bit different than some other festivals I've been to, like EDC, where you know, there, there are pool parties and, and other stuff going on, but it's really like EDC is more about the festival itself. Um, and like Tomorrowland, there, there's really um, no focus on, you know, it, it basically Tomorrowland's in more of a rural area. So this is the yeah. first uh, festival I think I've been to where you would go to the festival and then it was almost understood that afterwards you would go to like an after party. So yeah, kind of similar to movement, but movement i think is is almost exclusively about the after parties and this was kind of a, a cool balance between both um in terms of the actual uh festival grounds itself um i thought it was good i had a i, I had a, a good time better than i thought um it was a little bit more crowded than 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 i, I would have liked in some away from some of the stages um obviously you expect it to be crowded around like the main stage or any of the other you know when, when you're actually looking at the, the 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 music and being at the stages themselves you expect that it's going to be crowded but there were some spots like when we were getting our um ids uh checked for for booze and stuff like that um it was a, a little bit crowded um but overall i thought the, the the music was was really good i liked the diversity of the lineup um yeah. they had well, it- a, a lot of great techno a lot of great um house you, know, you had all the the mainstream stuff obviously Swedish House Mafia was fantastic. So um, overall, I definitely uh, recommend it. Um, I think the, hey. the, highlight, the, the highlight for me was definitely um, 
Two years the, now, the mafia. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I, you know, actually, to be perfectly fair, I know that I'm a super snob, but I enjoyed the hell Lato out of it. was dancing and I always singing thought you the were entire basic. time. I, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot yeah. how many of those songs that I knew. Like, oh, dude, single. you were dancing your ass off. I saw you. He popped like the tutu and the glitter and all the candy <laughs> popped out of nowhere. He had, pulled it straight out his ass. He had plur written on his arm. Yeah. Uh, dude. Uh, I was I was going to get a plur tribal tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I was really surprised at how um, how much I really enjoyed that. It was definitely brought back a lot of good memories from when I first got into EDM in general. Um, but definitely the highlight, you know, Cyrus D, Adam Bayer, always coming with something new. Um, I it, it was it was a really cool combination of like it, it wasn't really a club. It was more like a warehouse, but not like. It didn't have a warehouse vibe. Like I've been to some sketchy warehouse yeah. parties. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it was in Winwood too, right? Yes, yes. So yeah, that's like that new hipster, super. Um, what's the word for that? Gentrified. Yes. Area <laughs> um, I could see how it was somewhat gentrified. Like I, I didn't feel scared there. Like there were some other places. I know. Is this is one of those cases where gentrification was like a good thing because nobody would ever want to go there before unless you wanted to get stabbed. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and that was like, by the time I left, it was still pretty bad. Like in '06. Yeah. Um. It. It. it I, I. That. That part was really cool. It was the. The. The lighting setup. Um. You know, I, I've noticed a lot. Nice, yeah. yeah, like there's a lot of different clubs and um, stuff that I go to where basically the visuals are one big giant LED screen, a couple of CO2 cannons, and yeah. some confetti, and and that's really it. Um, in terms of the, it looked like it was. Sorry, I'm gonna uh, just bump in for a second. It looked like it was not overdone, and yes. it was good. It was good for the type of music that it was, because also you have a lot of places that overdo it, and they have like all these moving things and video screens, and it's just like a Dude, yeah. I feel bad for people who are on drugs in those places. (laughs) You know, I was actually super impressed with how how much, like, effort went into, I guess, bringing the atmosphere together. You know, they had the LED panels on all the pillars and stuff. And, I mean, even the food and one of the bars, like like Christian, uh, the one outside. Yeah. It was like that. I mean, that it just, uh, small things that just kind of hit home for me, at least. Was it overpriced? Not festival overpriced. I Miami mean, price, it was right? just all Miami prices. I mean, they were all. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's just expensive. It was. Yeah, I'll have to come back to that because it's a point I want to make. But we'll get back to that. Go ahead. It was, it, yeah, it wasn't unfathomable. I've, I've certainly paid more for drinks. I would Absolutely. prefer to paid a lot less for for drinks. But like, <laughs> uh, just just to kind of set the the stage for kind of how the visuals looked, they, were, they had a really cool strobe effect where like what Delgado was saying. Where they would they would hit a strobe effect in the back, and then all the LED panels that were um, in the, the the warehouse, kind of from front to back, would light up almost like it was a wave that was coming at yeah. you. And I've never That's really nice. seen that type of effect before. And I thought that was was really cool and, and really innovative. Um, so, a class event overall. Um, I'm definitely glad that 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 I went. Um, in terms of ultra on on a scale of one to ten, I'd probably give it seven seven and a half um but the cyrus d bear is pretty much anything that i would want out of a show so i'd, I'd give that nine nine point five out of ten hey, so shocking I, shocking I, I, I never <laughs> would have expected those scores from you yeah slightly biased right there i would of say course. <laughs> but hey i, I right, heard uh, that the uh yeah. in in some of the reddits that uh the atmosphere there was great but it was super hot 
Yeah. Okay. It, that's it, get, it did get soup like towards the end of the night. I think just because everybody was just dancing and uh, there was actually only like two or three doors open and there's like no windows. Yeah. It, it got steamy. Even then it's humid. So yeah, it's not yeah, help. that too. I mean, obviously the climate was like um, yeah. uh, more conducive for like being humid, but like overall, yeah. I think, I mean, by that point I was probably, I don't know, yeah. eight or nine years in. Show. I didn't really if, give if a it's crap not, anymore. So <laughs> yeah. If it's not dark and dank, like, is it really a techno show? I, I mean, was just going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. sweaty. Yeah, like, get sweaty. Is it's all these models that go and try to hook up with the DJs that the, are complaining about that. The environment from when I was at Movement when I saw Black Asteroid um was very similar in that it was hot wow, almost man. to the point of being uncomfortable. Zero zero ventilation. Yeah. But you, know, you know what is actually a club that does an amazing job of ventilation output. Oh. we're gonna have to have a whole separate (laughs) episode for you guys to like about how much you love output i i I agree you know that that's definitely one of those things where i um it 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 didn't affect from my enjoyment of the show but there were there were certainly a couple times when i just kind of and maybe this is my age getting getting at me as well but i would have liked to just been able to sit down and kind of appreciate it and be like in normal like 75 degree air Um, i've basically told you my fantasy before right yes it's like having a lazy boy recliner but still being there in that show you know what i mean like getting him a dancing every once in a while but having the (laughs) i'm sure lovato's heard plenty of your fantasies the, the (laughs) the funny thing was is that um in the vip they didn't even have chairs there the the VIP yeah, was, was hilarious. It's just there like were, a separate bar. Other than area. the the sound crew, there were no chairs in the entire. Uh, it's bullshit venue. So that's good. Um, that's all right with me, man. We didn't pay. We yeah. didn't get an VIP. So if you can't hang, you can leave. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but you know what? The nice thing. I mean, I'm I'm gonna elaborate on this later. Um, I want to get to Delgado's impressions of the week. And then I got a couple of things to pick on with you guys, like specific things to talk about for that. So Delgado, what you got? Well, um, gonna, I'm not going to kind of rehash. I felt very similar to how, uh, you know, Christian was um, expressing. Um, I mean, as a whole, I mean, what did I do? I went to obviously the festival itself. And then mm-hmm. um, we had uh, Heart. Uh, I went to go see the cartel. Vato came along. Um, yeah. and then I, I and guess Matador, was the, Matador was playing Matador, that same yeah, that night too. So he dipped yeah. out for a little bit to go see Matador. And of course I'm a basic bitch for like Tom Star and Kreider. So I never left. Oh, yeah. Well, scratch that. I did leave for like yeah. five minutes, went down. I was like, Oh, this is cool, but I can't miss Tom Star and Kreider. So then I went back upstairs, but, um, uh, Vato was like, I need to stay down here. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Matador is sick. Yeah, it's no, so I, and I ended up seeing Matador on what was it Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, that yeah. was that was magical. Um, the well, uh, and sorry to interrupt you real yeah, quick. Yeah. That that kind of gets to what I was saying about the, the the club stuff. Like I didn't even know that he was going to be there. I wasn't yeah. planning on it, but that that was just going on just in the basement, almost like an afterthought. And then Hot Sense eighty two was playing in the on the terrace. We couldn't um, go up there, unfortunately. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it yeah they probably It was one of those more, those right. like really cool things where every room and every single club yeah. has something different and unique going on, yeah. and that that was something. Yeah, it's really a crazy was. mix of artists too. Like that's an interesting <laughs> range that you have there. 
Yeah. Well, and, and and I guess I guess to add to the uh, to the hype around that, like at least Friday night, in my opinion, was that Hart closed down. I think so. Um, oh, that was like know, their blowout show. Yeah, I think that was like one of them at least. You know, because immediately mm. after uh, Ultra, they were like, "Hey, we're closing up shop," and everyone's like, "What the hell? What?" So um, there's like, it was they're trying to turn it into residential areas? I don't, I, I don't know. That's what I heard. Oh, that's so, a mistake. <laughs> that's weird. I hadn't heard any of that. I gotta look into it. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fake news out now, so who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's a whole little club street there, like that little block. So I don't know why they would do. You know what? Now that I think about it, or, it could be an April Fool's joke. I've been gullible Maybe. for those recently. <laughs> you falling for those too yeah. much? Yeah, dude. I These found youngins, like three of them. Um, so I'm pretty yeah. gullible when it comes to things like yeah. that. Because it was it's just right. like like Friday night was just great. Um, but like in, uh, like Saturday, I think who did who did we see on Saturday? Um, we saw. Um, I'm gonna butcher the, the pronunciation of this name, but Sam Pagiani or <laughs> oh, Sam Pagiani, Pagiani, yeah, <laughs> Pagiani. Think of yeah, like that Italian was probably food. my favorite <laughs> set of the. Actually, to be perfectly honest, that was probably my favorite set of the entire. Just straight musically, without oh, yeah, any nice. production or any of the other stuff. Um, that, what was the sir, what was the first Sam Pagiani song that you've ever heard? <laughs> that the one that was on your EDC mix, the rave, whichever one he steals from us. Yeah, you never mispronounce He actually didn't names. play any of his uh, hits. I guess he played like the a- acapella of the beat, but over another oh. song. But that was pretty much it. Oh yeah, um, I had that with uh was it Technasia was out here in Phoenix and he played like the baseline of one of my favorite songs. And I thought he was playing the actual song, but then he put another acapella on it, which was awesome. But it was like such a tease. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, he didn't um, drop it. So yeah. So we saw Matador again. Um, that was, I, that was great. That yeah. was, awesome. that, I had a really good time. Cause we were supposed to, weren't we supposed to go to like a main stage or something like that for a little bit. And then we uh, ended up just like going like, Oh, let's go see Matador. Because we were meeting, we were was that the spider? Yeah, we were meeting with one of right. our friends' cousins, who's actually had a a surprisingly good uh, taste in music for uh, <laughs> for what <laughs> for what's that, go. Mr. For Feminist? What? <laughs> well, I was surprised she was she was getting down to to Marador and and yeah, Sam. dude, she was she was rocking rocking hard, man. It was I it was actually she, it was a, it was very it was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, like, I thought, we were just like, oh, we're gonna have to go see, you know, some basic bitch stuff, and then she was like, oh, let's go see Matador. We we're like, holy shit, absolutely! So I started sprinting down over that way. Yeah. So, cool. um, kudos so, to you guys. I saw, we don't support prejudice on this podcast, by the way. Just want to let that know. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw seven <laughs> seven Bosin, um as well, um, and then we oh, wait, wait, I, wait. Back to back to Matador. He, I saw you guys at Snaps. It sounded like he played that that remix of Domino, right? Yes, yes. yes. Oh yeah, the one remix that everybody's playing. He yeah. played it. Um, it's a great remix to a great song. He played I mean, it what can you do? It really is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the nice thing is he also like he doesn't really use DDJs and stuff. He does different stuff from Ableton. So he he's like taking his production clips and mixing them in different ways. It's almost like the stems and tractor. That's cool. So yeah, that. so he does like it, all these crazy cool. remixes. It was live. It was really annoying at the club when they had they took like fifteen minutes to like 
get his setup all ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah that's, I think that's when I, I think that's when I went down with like, um, uh, with everybody we were with, right, Vato? And yeah. then, yeah. Uh, what the hell's going on? There's no music. I see people, like, changing shit. I'm like, uh, okay, well, I guess I guess this is happening. But um, I think... Uh, who was that? We saw... Uh, what's it? What's it? Sasha Diggers? Yeah, No, that was on Friday. Friday. Friday night before. Ooh. We didn't... Oh, yeah, we didn't actually get to talk about that. Skipped over that. That was great. Oh. That spider, that spider stage was... Yeah. They were at the spider stage? I thought they were at the mega structure. No, they were at the spider stage. Yeah, they um, were. Wow. I gotta go back great. and watch that then. The, I haven't watched the any of that. Fox was at the mega structure at the same time. So Yeah, I thought they were gonna be there. Wow. That's awesome that they were at that stage. There must have been so many people trying to get well, in there. So you, you know the actually not. Um oh, it was actually, oh, really? Cox. Yeah, there weren't True. a ton of people yeah. there. Um and it's a hell of a scheduling conflict. To to like to be perfectly honest, you're just kind of nitpicking. I enjoyed the idea of the spider stage and I, I enjoyed the, the, the ambiance and obviously the, 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 the artistic talent was really good. I did not really think the sound was on par with the mega structure. I don't know, man. I don't know. Cause on Saturday we actually had better sound. We were on the wrong side, I think. But th- th- there's well, maybe that's the side, problem because right. you shouldn't a, have well, bad yeah, sound okay, like yeah, that. That's fair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, overall, I I really enjoyed this. It was my favorite stage overall. Um, I thought the mega structure was just loud. It was just super loud. Oh, you're getting old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, My ears were like us. We're definitely ringing. But um, you gotta wear protection, man. What? what? All all day. I um, I I guess my it's a small it's a small beef. It's not anything big, but. Um, no, it, it's, th- th- it's, a, it's valid. You have a good spot where you sit, and a bad spot yeah. is somewhat on the the, the sound engineers yeah. that are that are they're working. Yeah, you think they would have to take care of that? I mean, it's an interesting stage design. They're trying something new. Absolutely. So yeah. they, I mean, you All can't fault them it. too much. But then again, they've been doing it for a couple of years, so you think they figure it out? Correct. Um, yeah, but, it, it's a but I think spot. overall, like the theme and then just the general atmosphere. Uh, you know, sound aside. It, it hit it right on the money. You know, it felt like a little tiny yeah. club. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, I liked it. And then, and then the cool, like it was co- the cool concept of like, you're literally dancing underneath the DJ. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. I think that's my favorite part. Yeah. If I, if I was actually willing to go to ultra, that's where I'd be like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, so back, back to what you're saying about Matador though, like having to take a 10, 15 minute pause to get set up. What do you think about like the trade-off, right? So you have to take a pause in the music, but then the production is maybe better. It's like a different style of of show. But you well, know, I mean, you know I mean, like it, the weird thing is, you usually don't get it, that trade-off. Cor- like the club should be able to take care of that. To be fair, the music didn't stop. It was just they basically. It would be kind of like how we used to do for ES ETS parties back in the day, where somebody would play like a nine minute song and then there'd be people running over and pulling out chords and, and putting them in. So yeah. it wasn't like there was a pause in the music. Yeah. Um, and the same thing at the spider stage, like the, 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 the time between artists was, was minimal. If there was even, I don't yeah. even really think there was a break. But I think they no, do that there, there on purpose. Dude. They Definitely cut them off on purpose there. And then they do, they, they basically have like a table on the side setting up and then they rotate it over. Exactly. So yeah. That, they, that, 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 cut is on purpose but at the club i think they should have figured out the logistics for that a little it better was a lo- it was really small though in the basement though at heart 
It, dude, it was weird. I've never like, been to the basement. I've only been in the main room. There yeah, were, it, it was tiny down there. It, yeah. it was weird. Like, Cologne, it wasn't much bigger than Scarlet. It, it, it was probably about the same size. That's awesome, though. We it, love that. There, there were probably, it was yeah. m- maybe 200 people max, if that. Yeah. Maybe even, yeah, even less, maybe. It, there yeah, wasn't, cool. And they were all packed towards the front, right there to see Matador. So it was yeah. like, it... I mean, it was it. Hard has a very interesting setup. I really, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. It reminds yeah, me. Yeah, I've of, only been there once or twice, and I really like it. Like, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it, honestly, it reminds me of. Uh, there's a place down where, I, like, here in New York City, Webster Hall. You guys have probably heard of it. So, like, yeah, like they have a similar setup. They have. No, you haven't heard of it. No. No. <laughs> no, I've not heard of it. Um, but it's it's got it, like they yeah. got a main room. They have like a middle tier. And then they have a basement. Usually the basement plays like uh, like bass music, hip hop. And then the middle tier plays kind of like poppy stuff. And then you, whoever you're paying to see for that evening um, is in the main room. So, okay. and it's like a big concert hall. It's huge. So it's like built early 1900s. So, yeah. Well, okay. you know, I thought it was one of the, the cool things was, was just that you can kind of see a DJ that you're, that you into and that you're digging in a more intimate, like a smaller environment without like the, the mass clusterfuck of people that you can get a lot of times at, when they're the headliners, when everybody kind of throngs into the, the, yeah. the middle stage. You know what, you yeah. know what it actually, um, why heart was, I think really fun to go to is because remember when we went a few years ago to uh, see Eric Prids at uh, Tau beach club. I do remember that. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, it was intimate, but it wasn't that intimate. You know, there's still a, a like a fuckload of people and it, you just felt like, holy crap, I can barely like see Eric Prids because like everyone's standing in my freaking way. So we're yeah. standing on like, like I, I didn't get that sense at heart. It was just a, because they allowed us to go freely, like from the main from the main floor to, you know, the basement and like move up and down. I felt like if you were kind of tired of listening to one genre of music, you could move downstairs and it just felt very small and intimate. I thoroughly yeah. really enjoyed that i mean i i think it's great i don't know exactly how sustainable something like that would be in most other cities i agree i think output in well, New York doesn't again what well. helps there is well, having output, like that output, i think like no right closing. Hail. yeah abiza yeah. does that as well um miami yeah. so some- you gotta be able to be open at least until 4 a.m yes. that's the main thing yes. correct like that's that's one thing and it, growing up in miami it always threw me off like leaving and then the first couple of times i went out and they're like oh what we close at two what so now i gotta talk to this girl <laughs> real fast like what what's going on like but uh yeah and even the the whole like sequence of the night like when you pregame when you actually head out it's like a whole different thing in miami like you're probably not leaving home until midnight or one to get to the club um and it's very different when you have to close at two yeah. So yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. New York has the advantage they're closing at four, Vegas as well. Um LA still at two AM. Um pretty much everywhere else in the US. So and it's different for the DJs too, right? Because they have to go on earlier. How do you build that rhythm with the openers and everything? Like the energy as you're building Absolutely. up. Absolutely. It's a it's it's a whole different deal. Um Agreed. Yeah. Good old USA, America. Uh, but um, but uh, I guess I guess to go back to uh, my overall thoughts on the weekend, um, I thought the the stages were very. Um, they weren't. They're not like EDC where you. I guess it's more of a, a theme. 
they had a theme. Yeah. It was just kind of like, they were really focused on the music. So, yeah. um, you know, I think, uh, for the big part, um, when you focus on music, you, you, you have a good time. And I, I, I would give it probably the same score that, uh, Vop man, would you're making me so proud right now. What? I, I've told you this shit for years. I know. Well, like it's music first. Yeah. Everything else is just extra. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, listen, man, so I, I, you guys hanging out with you guys and, uh, you guys have done something to me. I don't know if it's good or bad. <laughs> it's just been right, wonderful me, to watch you blossom. Me, yes. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. We love Thank seeing you. you grow into a beautiful young woman. <laughs> uh, uh, Fuck you. All right, I'm going to move it ahead a little bit. Going to cover a couple of quick topics for the, still covering Ultra. So one thing is, because um, a couple of years ago, I went to a similar event in Amsterdam called uh, Amsterdam Dance Event. And I've been talking about it for years. And I think you guys finally got to experience something similar where you have this place. First of all, it's an industry event. It's not just a festival, right, for the crowds. And second of all, it's in town, as opposed to most festivals, which are way out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Sure. And I've always said how much I prefer being in the town. Obviously, there's advantages to to being out in the middle of nowhere. That's nice. And, you know, I like going to the eventual camping festival. But, uh, yeah, let me know how you guys feel about, like, your impressions about being in town and if you still prefer your your festivals out in in the open as opposed to in town sure so um i think that they uh, this is kind of a, a cop-out answer but i think they both have pros and cons so yeah um something like miami it's it, it's nice that it's in the middle of town because you don't have to or i guess electric zoo would, would count for that as well you, you you're able to stay in a hotel you're able to get a good night's sleep for the most part. There's not mm-hmm. a big transportation. You're not spending a ton of time. Yeah, not a one hour right away. The venue. Yeah. Um, you you get a good night's sleep. You're not camping. Um, so it, you have amenities all, all around you. So, you, you know, if you're thirsty or, you know, whatever, like there were a couple of times when we ran to the grocery store so I could get like coconut water or something like that. Yeah. It was... Um, that, that, that was that was really nice coconut water is so fancy yeah no i know and 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 so that that's really cool i think the con part of it is that you're typically constrained by space uh the the traffic conditions are are, are typically somewhat of a headache like it took us probably over an hour to get an and and an uber uh coming back yeah um, well, that's also a Miami problem. Transportation in general is a problem agreed. down there. And, and honestly, though, Vato, like if I don't, if I don't, uh, don't mean to interject, but like that, the transportation uh, it was do. only like uh, an issue on Sunday. Agreed. I didn't yeah. think it was terrible overall. Like, like Sunday, really? Yeah. Of all days? Yeah. Yeah. Sunday? Yeah. That's, well, that's just not what I would have expected. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Everybody right. went. Yeah. <laughs> Because see, when, I, when in Amsterdam, they have like the tram system. You can take ferries. You can take anywhere. So it was a lot easier to get around. I messed up because I lost my debit card, so I had to pay. The only way I could get around was Uber, and even then, it was fairly easy, just expensive. But yeah, um, again, it depends on the town. Like I'm sure New York would be easier because you got the subway. Yeah, you got yeah, well, easy ways for to most get of around. The clubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, I would say. Else? Yeah. Sorry, but I would say for the 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 cons, I thought you know I, I do think that there is a a, a certain um, like when, when I've been to Coachella in the past, it's, it's, it's nice kind of being able to get away and, and separate from, um, society and, and be kind of all about it 24 yeah. seven. 
Um, and you, you obviously don't get that at a festival where nobody's on their cell phones. Correct. Like Snapchatting the whole, correct. So the whole show, you know, once, once, once you're done, um, at the festival, you kind of thrust back into, uh, into society. And, and, uh, and I'm not saying that that's, um, it really bothers me a lot, but I, I could certainly see the, the argument. Yeah. Where that. some people like it. Yeah. Um, I'm not too like, I guess for me personally, um, I don't really like the camping a lot. I it's it's tough because I feel like I don't really get a great night's sleep, and so by the third day I'm just dead tired. So I I'd, I'd prefer to do more that are in the middle of of, of big cities, just because it, it makes transportation a lot easier. And um, there's other stuff that you can do besides just the festival itself, where yeah, you know, yeah. like like you're not doing anything at tomorrowland other than going to tomorrowland because even like at edc like if you go to a day show or a pool party and then you have to it takes a whole time for you to get out to the festival so it's like well granted that's kind of inconvenient we stayed pretty far away from the uh from the speedway though but i mean yeah but we were close to the strip but but either way the strip and the clubs were so far away from each other here they're pretty close yeah that's true the town i've definitely done edc where i stayed at the rio and that's regardless of how you do edc and that's granted that's specific to to, to vegas but it's going to be a nightmare you're gonna have a headache and that's just kind of part of the cost that you pay so um overall right. i'd prefer to see them in uh bigger cities and bigger hubs just because it makes transportation and all the headaches a lot easier so you can do the festival but then you don't have to spend hours and hours getting around and doing other stuff that's kind of a waste of time in the end yeah all right delgado what do you got um you know i think well we did uh, i think you still prefer like the the non-city yeah festivals, yeah I I, I I definitely do enjoy edc i like being able to kind of recluse out of a major city i mean again biased because i live in new york city so it's kind of nice to get away uh but uh, you know, when I did uh, Izu, you know, with everybody and um, now, you know, with Ultra, you know, under my belt, I think, um, you know, I'm a little indifferent. I think as long as the lineups are, you know, good uh, and the music is there, I think I'll have fun no matter what, really. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the for me, the, the biggest part um the biggest, I guess, pro for having an in-city is to go again to Vato's point, you know, it, it's just easy to get around. It, it, there's yeah. no, there's no problems. And I think one of the key things for me is like, I can leave the club, go get some cheap food and come back. Yeah. That, yeah. That and not pay the, festival food price. Yeah. I agree. So I, I'm getting it cheap was like a, that. Miami definitely, um, well, I think Florida maybe in general is like a lawless state. Uh, Cause we were just, <laughs> I mean, we, I mean, Vato, you remember that, uh, that homeless guy we saw in front of the, <laughs> the, <guy> the <laughs> it, it, uh, yeah, we saw like a homeless guy and he kept asking for money and we were just like, no, nah, we don't have any cash. And then he's like, man, like, I'm not going to buy drugs. And he's like, nah, who am I kidding? I'm fucked up. And then, <laughs> and then like two minutes later, he comes back and goes like, are you sure you guys have any money? And then we're like, no, nah, man. And he's like, and look at me i'm wearing a woman's <laughs> a woman's like sweater yeah <laughs> it was definitely uh friday night was very fun um 
in terms of like just the, the series of events because we like all rushed yeah. to get there and it was like uh, yeah that was your introduction to Miami. yeah yeah so, it was really yeah. cool all right let me get back to our uh, actually core do you have anything for city versus non-city uh, i'm 100 big city uh, as of yes, now like, that's my boy you know what i mean like uh, i have i was thinking of two examples while we were talking about this you know one one was somerset in wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> not a big city and the first year that i did that with vata we 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 camped out and just like each morning i just felt progressively worse and worse just like sleeping in a tent just like dehydrated waking up hot in a tent felt disgusting and so the next year that we did it we at least like you know got like a motel and could get out of there and get refreshed and like have a good night's sleep but the the big city one that i was thinking about was movement you could uh, it's right there in the heart of downtown Detroit. You can get out, you can sample Detroit, see what it's all about, go to different clubs after the main stuff during the day, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go to a hotel, sleep it off. 100% yeah. big city nowadays. Yeah, I love, uh, I mean, you know, this is why I guess I don't talk a lot about this here. I guess we you didn't have a lot of input either because we're pretty much going to agree on that. I think we've been championing city festivals for a while. But a segue there is also you said, and as you guys were experiencing in Miami, these also events are different because uh, they're also industry events. So they got a lot of stuff for the artists themselves and they get to put on their own shows outside of there. You know, I feel like EDC is a little different. It's almost like EDC itself runs the after parties and the yeah. pool parties. I think and they stuff. do to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. But like this is if the labels themselves run on their own. There was even like a separate techno uh festival in miami oh, called rapture 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 yeah um so you know that's one of the nice things because on top of that you get to one of the things you guys wow. said if you miss an artist you get to see you get another chance to see them right like you guys got to see matador twice but imagine if you had a conflict you could have gone see him well i saw Bayer twice and prince time. twice too exactly well of course you're gonna see those people twice I and mean, you're kind of obsessed <laughs> but no, but um, I mean, that's the whole thing is you get, there's less conflict because it's not just one event that you have the one chance to see all these people, right? Agreed. Yeah. That's nice. I mean, um, uh, on Sunday, yeah. um, I, Vato, like, <laughs> I had to take a, take a time out for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I went to the Suzumi Records uh, pool party, which was, yeah. uh, that was. Those are the hotels? Yeah. It's at one of the, I forget the hotel name. Um, Sorry, it's not important we're not yeah, getting paid yeah. by them so <laughs> but it, dude it was it was i think like 40 floors up i got to see the entire yeah. bay area it was gorgeous right. man it was uh uh definitely something uh i've never done before but it's a trap don't move there no no no, no, no never, never, never take my word all right <laughs> well that was i think that was the other thing the one final thing before we go to your favorite your probably top three shows is that's the negative side, I guess, of having all these events going on is that you get burnt out real quick. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I had that mostly at uh, last year. I went to BPM and you have like day parties and night parties, it's, like pretty much maybe like 20 hours out of the day shows are going on and you try to see everything. You get burned out real quick. Don't like and these shows. It's not like a regular festival. Like you can't try to see everything. You see what you can and enjoy what you can. Any any comments on that? Is burned out um i think the it, it's really about a couple different things so um 
I think you, you, you just have to prioritize what is meaningful to you versus what is just kind of idle time. Um, yeah, and, that's uh, a very good point. And, yeah. and I, I think a, a lot of people um, get caught up in the excitement and uh, especially on the first day, they want to do everything and just go super hard and, and don't really think about, hey, you know, I, I still have two more days left to do this stuff. So, yeah. you know, it, I don't want to sound like somebody's mom here, but make sure you're eating the right type of foods. Make sure you're staying yeah. hydrated. Um, make All sure you take supplements, yeah. supplements in case of emergency. ready. Be an adult. Yeah, be responsible. <laughs> Seriously, just, just being a responsible adult, I think goes, goes a long way. And I, I think a lot of people that, you know, you hear about them. Oh, well, I couldn't go to, uh, ultra day three, or I had to miss out on this pool party or something yeah. like that. Well, you ask them what they did the night before. And they're like, Oh, well, I was out until eight, you know, eight or nine in the morning. Um, yeah. and the pool party starts at noon. Well, yeah, no shit. You're probably either not going to have a fun time or you're just going to miss it entirely because you're sleeping. I, I I've seen that so many yeah. times in, in, in Vegas yeah. Yeah. Uh, at EDC where with worse you know, too much five thirty no chill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like five thirty, no chills. Good in, in doses. Correct. <laughs> All like, doses. I've I've certainly been um uh, accustomed to that for, but usually the the hardest that I go is the bus ride on the way back on Sunday because or Monday morning essentially because it you know that you don't have anything left to give. You're kind of at the finish line. Um, where you know a lot of people, you you see them going to the bus on 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 Friday. The, and um, they're just ripping as fast as they can, um, yeah. you know, shotgunning beers and, 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 and it really just. Um, God, that reminds me so much of like uh, that, that uh, documentary uh, EDC, like the under the electric sky and the, the, that crew yeah. that was like the yes, bros, exactly. the frat bros there and the shotgunning oh beers on top of their like Those bros, <laughs> people starting fight in the crowds and shit. <laughs> Yeah, you just got to take it easy, like know your limits. You don't have to test your limits every time, you know, especially when you're out there in like extreme weather and extreme exhaustion. It's not it's not worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess the, yeah. Uh, the only thing I'll add to that, because Vato made some really good points, is that um, uh, prioritize, especially like if it's a multi-day festival, which shows are most important to you on that day? If yeah. like uh, I think for Saturday, it was kind of a filler day for. For us, because, you know, we had Cyrus D and Bear at the end of the night. So it was, you know. Uh, I think that also helps with your experience. You guys are experienced festival goers, goers and you know yeah. your your pace. Yeah. Yeah. You know? right. But and I think the other thing, too, is one thing that's nice about these kinds of events that I experienced in BPM, too, is there's shows that you can chill at. Right. Like you said, like the pool party that you went to. Unfortunately, if it's somebody you really like, then you're gonna get hype anyway. So, right, you gotta kind of right. pick and choose there. So, yeah, that was good. Uh, any else? Any more to wrap up Ultra 2018 recap? Um, or give us your top three top three shows. Uh, top three: uh, Cyrus D uh, and uh, Bayer obviously is number one by a mile. Um, number two would be uh, Sam Ped Pagiani, or however you say his name. Paganini. Sam oh Panini. God. It's like Panini, dude. It's um, not that tough. And the <laughs> the surprise number three for me was uh, the Swedish House Mafia. Oh, yeah. 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 
Okay. Uh, that was that's not a surprise. I can, I can give you a top five if you got a few more honorable mentions. Uh, you can do for, a top five. For me, I'm gonna uh, copy a little bit of Vato here. It's got to be um, Cyrus D and Bear uh, easily. Um, actually, I really um, I didn't I didn't like Eric Fritz as much as I as uh, he's probably third. I, sure. I just I don't know. It just was such a. I mean, after the Prids night before, on his own in the festival or Prids? No, Prids in, in the fest, in the ultra at, at the festival. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't okay. in my opinion. I mean, I've seen a number of his shows yeah. at this point, so I mean, yeah, it was that's good. He's, I mean, he set the bar like back in 2015 yeah. before he released his album, and yeah, I, it, it, how can you beat that? It honestly, what did it for me? Like his best show was Output on New Year's Day. Like holy yeah. hell, that was just. Wow. Yeah. So, and he's, he's going to be playing a different type of show for the club versus the festival. But yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Festival. It's yeah. like apples and oranges. Um, I, I totally know that, but I don't know. I just, it, it just, the overall feel for Prids, that's why he's probably third on my list. And second, probably, um, uh, maybe is, uh, added. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I was going to say that too. Um, actually, yeah. Swedish house mafia. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not that basic. I'm Tom Star. Oh, but definitely, definitely Tom Star. Yeah, I didn't even think okay. about that. Yeah. Any yeah. surprise? Any surprise artists that you didn't think you'd like or that you didn't know about um, that you like? The uh, probably the Stefan Bosden guy. I, I'm Bosden? sure. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm the sure. I'm Bosden, sure. Yeah. Was I there? Uh, he, no, he, you went to Benny Benassi. Yeah. that might be uh, who my surprise one was because yeah. i was like super basic bitch and yeah. benny benassi played just about every song you can ever think about yeah. was did on the you radio. Your, did you get your satisfaction i did i got like was three that, versions of it actually was benassi <laughs> for the festival or was that outside the festival no is benny benassi at the festival he played though i forget okay. the name of the stage just the one with the LCD i don't know he always does like better in miami i don't know like he always kind of kills it when he's in Miami. Dude, I I I actually had a great time. I, I, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, but then again, it goes you know, to the I'm same the biggest... like it's the same Swedish house mafia thing where it's like it's also a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. He's playing uh, a lot of old songs, and of course, he played Crider, so you know, I lost my shit. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. That made it. Yeah. That's it. You yeah. just, it just takes one song. Yeah. Oh, and then he. You played, guys heard he it? Played DJs Skrillex, out there. Like... If you want to satisfy Delgado, just play one Tom Kreider song. <laughs> or Tom Star or <laughs> Kreider. Yeah. That's a great Tom one. Kreider. <laughs> They're the same guy, right? It's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't trigger me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on a bit. I think. We had a thing here about best worst festivals. I don't know if we're going to go over. I don't think I go to enough festivals to really say about that. I mean, you guys know my preference in a city, multiple events I can choose from. Um, any comments on best worst festivals? So a best festival for me, uh, EDC. I, I know that it yeah. gets a lot of shit. I, and that's mm -hmm. there, there's certainly a lot of nostalgia there mm -hmm. as well. But um, in terms of the, 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 the care that Insomniac goes, uh, Definitely EDC is probably my favorite. Um, least favorite, um, Somerset. Yeah, probably <laughs> Somerset. The the the, the second year. Yeah. The second year. Yeah. Um, it, when I went, I wasn't. I didn't even think that I was old. Like I was probably twenty seven when I went, and I felt like I was one of the oldest people there. Um, and and just a lot of people that to me were there just to get fucked up and and weren't 
really there for the music or really even knew who was playing. So for me, uh, EDC Las Vegas is my favorite festival and my least favorite is Somerset. Nice. Delgado? Um, probably. I mean, definitely. I agree with Vato. EDC Vegas is number one. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he's celebrating over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, EDC is where you guys get the whole crew together. Yeah, like, I, that's the, yeah, that's I, just when the whole crew comes together. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Like, it's definitely nostalgia. But... It's like a family reunion every time you go there. Like, yeah. we didn't even really plan this year, and there's 30 people that I know that are staying at our hotel. So yeah. the family reunion aspect. Oh, God, that hotel helps for them. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a... They don't know what they're getting themselves into. Oh, man, it's going to be... A bunch of my friends from New York are coming, too. So it's it's going to be yeah. freaking nuts this year. But um, I think, though, that my worst festival... See, it's like... Is there really a worst one? I feel like it's hard for me it, to pick a worst It's really hard one. to... Like, I mean, you're talking like creme de la creme and you're discriminating creme de la creme because the, the like the yeah. only festivals i like i've been to besides edc i've like cherry picked because they were like yeah i like the sets you know and they're the major yeah. ones you know i like i like who was playing i liked you know the concepts like middlelands i guess yeah that's why i guess i don't i don't remember who suggested this topic but i was like it, it's interesting but it's weird because it's hard to pick a worst or least favorite or even what like it's hard to pick one you don't like if you're careful what you pick, and then it's it's hard to pick the your least favorite of the ones you like if you like them all enough. Yeah, I mean, I still had fun at Somerset. It was like I, I don't yeah. regret going. I, I just there were certain parts that I just didn't really feel like I was like people were there for the right reasons, and it just kind of alienated me a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, if if we're gonna like kind of discriminate, you know, like on you know mo- like very very basic things it might be um izu uh this last uh this last year and it's mm-hmm. it's not that um that there's anything wrong with the music because actually the music i think was superb this year's lineup mm-hmm. is pathetic in my opinion mm-hmm. but um uh but they're know, following like, movements example yeah I don't, I don't really know what the hell happened but the uh for me the it was just like it would rain and it was just like a lot of other things. There's a lot of plur people. And this is my yeah. personal thing. It's just like, they get in the way, you know, cause they're there. Cause you know, they're just, they're yeah. there for other reasons and not necessarily for the music. But I guess some yeah. of the redeeming qualities for Izu was obviously the, um, mostly dead mouse set, uh, closing set. And, um, you know, Sasha Diggers. The awakening stage as a whole was. Really oh yeah, dude, that yeah. was great. You know that the, the, the setting was really cool too. Just the fact being on an island and you're you're faring. Yeah, 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 and Crazy. I think the uh, the only shitty thing I think was the rain. The rain really yeah. kind of put a damper on <laughs> things. And yeah. I remember we felt like by the end of the day on Saturday we were like, man, fuck this. Yeah. So uh, it. Just, I see it. Yeah, and it could be worse. There was like that Tomorrowland. Or tomorrow world. Tomorrow world. Oh yeah. Oh, it got yeah. like rained out. Yeah, that um, right, right. All right, we're gonna move to Corey. Um, this, this, I, I, I bet you guys could actually guess my answers. Um, worst is worst is Somerset. Correct, and I'll go into okay. a little bit of detail why. So Somerset. So for the reasons Christian mentioned, but to be honest, I don't think that I had finally tuned what kind of music I was into yet and i think i just went to somerset just because it was somerset and it was close by yeah and i think i realized at that festival what kind of music i don't like actually <laughs> and it was full of those artists and there wasn't really much reprieve from that um 
So that, that was kind of a downer experience. But I mean, I learned a lot from it. But my favorite was, and just mainly because of the music, was Movement uh, last year. And that was just like a holy shit mecca of like, wow, these, these are just like the, some of the best techno artists from around the world. Out of bear. Um, Adam Bayer was there, but he wasn't my favorite. Uh, wasn't my favorite, by the way. But no, I mean, I just like you could get all kinds of different techno, ambient, industrial, melodic, whatever. Like it was just the whole gamut, and it was just all together in one place. And the city loves it. It, it was just a really cool experience. Got it. Yeah, that's awesome. I've been I, wanting to I go, but I haven't had been able to. I envy you guys went there. <laughs> I saw all the yeah. Snapchats. They look so much fun. We'll go. We'll go next year when they Drop recuperate Diplo. from this bad lineup. <laughs> so, ju- I mean, yes. Like, I don't know what the fuck was the Diplo booking. What that no. was about. But there are still some pretty solid artists there. That and like the after parties. I would. I'm still jealous. Well, like, according to Diplo, he's yeah. been rocking techno since before most of these people started liking techno. I mean, so of course he's going to so say that because we'll they see. paid him a hundred thousand dollars to say that. So, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably he, he wasn't actually planning on playing techno until stuff. now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? If he plays a good techno set, then good. That people enjoy it. You know, that's, we'll see. That's good, but we'll see. I really doubt he was trying to do that in the first place. So, all right, for me, um, first place. Probably has to be a tie between like Amsterdam dance event and BPM. They're just amazing. I think BPM was probably a little better because um, I got to go with my girlfriend and we were rocking out on the beach. There was like two venues right on the beach. So you could just be laying out and listening to these awesome DJs. Also had steak dinner while watching Richie Houghton. So, I mean... Yeah, yeah, those Snapchats are pretty those Snapchats are pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um for least favorite, I don't think I could think of any. There's probably some smaller like local Phoenix ones that I went to and it was a little too bassy for me. Wow. So yeah. 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 Well, like Phoenix Lights is just so so funny. Like the year that I went, you know, it it went like yellow claw right before Eric Prids, and it was just like what Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then Cascade. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. like Armin oh, Van Buren right before Dead Mouse and uh, Eric Fritz. And then uh, b- before Yellow Claw was the Black Tiger Sex Machine. <laughs> oh yeah, BTS on those were terrible, terrible. All right, so we're close to an hour, but we're, I want to cover one more topic here that I think it's interesting. We can go as long as we keep it under ninety, we'll be fine. I told you guys time would go would fly by. Um. I guess I want to keep it topical for now. There's a lot of other good topics that we have on the list here, but the one thing I want to check out is uh, Coachella and the supposed anti-competitive clause that they have with some artists. Uh, it's really interesting. So if you haven't heard, so Coachella, when they book an artist, I don't think, I don't know if it's all of them, but um, they have this clause that they can't perform anywhere within like a couple thousand or like a thousand five hundred miles it's so it pretty much state. covers all of the west coast yeah yeah, yeah. pretty much the entire west coast of the u.s all the way up to oregon and washington and they can't perform in any other festival in that area for like five months or something like that i don't know for some certain amount of time either way it's pretty it sounds pretty right. ridiculous first impression yeah I, I think it's i think it's i understand the business practice of it obviously if you have infrequent big festivals people are going to be much more willing to travel to your destination as opposed to waiting for just like another show when they come near your your town so i get it from a business perspective but 
the yeah. same time, I think it's absolutely ridiculous and not fair to the fans, especially. Totally not plur. Totally not plur. <laughs> Very not plur. Unplur. Yeah. Especially for Coachella, which is thought of like, it started like as more of an indie event. Yeah. And now they're doing like this super corporate clauses and well, everything. That, I don't know. That makes sense why we didn't see Solomon last year. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and now you see everybody that goes, everybody's on Snapchat there. Everybody's it's wearing a place like, to be. It's, no, it's now stuff, just yeah. a place to be seen. It's not necessarily for yeah. the music. It's, it's like, oh, I went to Coachella. It's for your Instagram account. Exactly. So and now they also book like the biggest pop artists too. Yeah. Like Beyonce was there, you know, then I, I know what people love Beyonce. She's talented, but is she really like a Coachella artist? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're just looking to book the biggest names, right? Like, yeah. if you look yeah. at the last five years, they're, they're not really doing anything that's really independent or or anything that's folksy or anything like that. Yeah. I know that that's what their image is, but um, I think the lineup speaks for themselves. Yeah, that's definitely not what they are anymore. Correct. And I think yeah. the lineups also translate to their uh, overall business, you know, model and structure. Yeah. So, like, they... I'm not surprised at this, like, no competition clause. You know, it's like, I mean, I'm surprised we're just hearing about it, to be honest. Yeah, so, that's true. It's probably been around for a while. Yeah. And the reason that I uh, was looking to it, I mean, it came up on some of my feeds and stuff, but also they've been booking some really good techno artists for the last year or two. I think, uh, Christian, you went last year, right? Yeah. So um, I saw solomon Hustle. which i've been talking yeah. to you about to you for like years yeah and you got to see him in the yes. states before me i'm yeah. so jealous yes um <laughs> but i did get to see him last year so yeah like uh richie houghton um belleville yeah. three um and richie houghton was doing like that uh the the setup right yeah the close or close yeah. or whatever close yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they booked like Black Coffee to Jamie Jones. Those that was one of the first stateside festivals that he did. Yeah, um, so a lot of good artists. I mean, I, I I get it from a from a business standpoint. I'll I'll play devil's advocate here a, a, a little bit. And if you want people to come to your 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 booking, where it's it's your only chance to see Solomon for a, a year. Uh, yeah, it's going to make you think twice about going to that festival. And and nobody's holding a gun to these artists' uh, heads saying that they have to play there. So yes. um, I think it sucks. I'm not a. I'm obviously not a huge fan of it um, since I'm a music fan first. But um, it's just kind of the name of the game nowadays. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to cover about this is um, we know some of these artists go to Vegas around EDC. I think we realized that they don't necessarily play the festival. So I think EDC found a, a loophole by hosting their uh, pool parties and night parties yep. by hosting these DJs there because technically not part of the festival. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. We'll see what else they do. Because I don't know. What's the other big festivals within that three to five month window There's on that, the West Coast? The, gore, the one that's in the gorge. I think it's called Paradiso in uh, Washington. Paradiso, yeah. Um, that, is that mostly like uh, uh and i, I mean i wouldn't call these uh, like a major one by interest yeah. imagination but yeah. i think yeah like, i think the only major one would be gold rush edc edc, EDC is the big one right. hard summer would be another one yeah uh, then you have the rest of the insomniac events right yeah. that, are, that are second tier i guess um nocturnal crssd is before yeah. coachella so i guess they don't get covered but some like that kind of size event 
is what I guess would be the second tier festivals. Right. And then you have your more regional to local festivals like uh out here, you know, you have we just had Phoenix Lights. Gold um, Rush. Gold Rush. But Gold Rush is way later. I don't think that gets covered it's in the September. time window. <clears throat> yeah. So if it's in that five like six mo- months. I, yeah, I was gonna say if it's in yeah. in that five to six month uh period. Yeah. Um so Yeah, so the, the five to six month period is December of last year to May of this oh, year. Oh, interesting. Oh, so it starts before. Right. So that covers right. CRSSD also, right? The San Diego oh, one? whatever. I thought it was, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't think any of those artists played there. I mean, we're, we're too lazy to go and look at the list for all these and see, but it'd be interesting to look it up and see how that affects the timing for some of these. Yeah. Is that is that what it's called? Crossed? Yes. Yeah. Crossed. I don't know what that was called. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So that was that was interesting. It's just the way there's more politics in these things now as they start making more money and everything. And yeah, agree. Capitalism. And, 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 and capitalism and, and, is still know, the way to I, go. I think you you know, you've heard us over the last hour. You know, basically uh, look at some of these lineups and kind of pick stuff apart and be like, oh well. I can't believe this lineup is, had Diplo or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Well, if you can't book artists X, Y, or Z, um, you know, all these guys are, are fighting for, for their, their festivals uh, to keep them going. So, um, I mean, it, 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 it sucks from a, from a fan standpoint, but I, I could certainly see why you'd want to do that if you were um, starting a festival. Yeah. Well, do you, yeah. do you guys know if there are other, festivals with radius clauses i'm sure edc uh, and hard i'm sure they are i would guarantee edc has one i know in in the past that people have said i mean i can't confirm but edc and um the company that runs ultra have always had like exclusivity clauses so that's why you would you wouldn't see some artists play you they don't play both they play one or the other but maybe not for five months well, yeah, yeah, but that's because it's specific to those events. Like they exclude each other from their events. So if you do ultra, you can't do some uh, insomniac events, and vice versa. In 2016, the when Hard and, and Insomniac were still going head to head, they actually, when whenever you would, whenever they released the Hard lineup, it was people that were EDC watchers would look at it to basically say, okay, well. It, it almost gave a tip off as to who was playing EDC because if you saw names like Skrillex or Dylan Francis or something like that, um, you knew that they weren't going to be playing at EDC. So that, that one year where Dylan Francis was the special guest DJ or whatever, I think the reason why he was billed as that and wasn't announced till like the day before uh, was because he played hard summer as well. And I don't, I don't know, how much he got paid. I don't know if he even got paid at all. He definitely um, got paid. He definitely got paid. <laughs> he definitely got paid. I mean, probably. Also, I, I from, loved that set, the, by the way. I'm just going to yeah, bring my basic yeah. bitch out. I was dancing my From the off. the one guy on our crew who really likes Dylan Francis. And you Who's can trust guy? what he says. Who's that guy? Uh, yeah. I uh, guilty as charged, boys. I, <laughs> I would say the most basic, but it's a t- tight competition there. <laughs> The, so yeah so yeah um that's that's interesting about the lineup and how that goes uh there was something else to cover for that but i can't remember now um yeah so we'll see what the other lineups are for the region uh any events that you guys are going to soon that that are coming up um well like i mentioned we got the crew going out to edc 
Um, that's in about a month, uh, actually about a month now, um, since they moved it up to May. Um, yeah, that's so nice by the way. Yeah. That's so smart. Um, I mean, I was tempted to go again. Mm-hmm. Jamie but, Jones is playing that pool party on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jamie Jones did a, and black coffee went back to back this last weekend on Friday near because of, around the Coachella area. And yeah. I was so like tempted to go, but I, I can't. Yeah. Um, so that's really uh, my, the uh, 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 outlook for for our festival calendar. Mm-hmm. Delgado. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm going to do EDC, and uh, that's going to be uh, nuts. But um, actually, next week I'm going to be heading out to uh, Danny Teneglia. Uh, he's, oh, he's nice! Playing Good at nice. Uh, Output. So, Good shit. Uh, that's definitely worth it. I, I've definitely been hitting up Output. Um, really often so it's <laughs> it's it's literally like one stop i'm not kidding you i can get from my door to the front of output in 18 minutes nice so and that's like walking taking the subway and then walking to output from the subway so that's the that's one of the advantages of living in the big city yeah Wow, 18 Amazing. minutes so how the Very fuck jealous. were you so late that one day when you're meeting us there <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah, no comment, yeah. no comment. <laughs> yeah, i don't want to i don't want to say anything inappropriate but look at his skin yeah. <laughs> minority time is a, is a thing yeah. so definitely uh yeah shout outs to aaron yeah shout out aaron <laughs> but uh yeah uh cory what do you got coming up uh coming up so next weekend i actually have a decision to make um oh. i have a ticket in uh to a show in chicago for dax J. It's a warehouse set, so I could nice. I could fly out to Chicago for the weekend or stay locally. And uh, one of the local crews is putting on something called Intellifunk Twenty, and their special guest is Carl Craig. Oh, right, yeah. nice. Those are tough decisions. I mean, I'm leaning towards local because I'll I'm support your local talent, you know. But exactly. uh, and Carl Craig, I probably do like Carl Craig more than. Dax J too. Yeah, Dax J is definitely like heavier industrial techno. Carl Craig's yeah. definitely groovier. But um yeah, yeah I don't Some know. That might mind. be a last minute call depending on flights out to Chicago. First world problems. I know, right? It's tough stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um last last weekend I was actually in a club in uh, Tokyo and I saw DBS one. Oh yeah, nice. That's your homeboy, right? Hometown boy. Yeah, yeah. Grew up in Minneapolis and threw down here throughout like the '90s and 2000s, okay. and yeah, he's doing good stuff now. Yeah. It's great that he still supports that local crowd because he gets booked in Europe whenever he wants, you know, and he still keeps his local scene going too. That's really commendable. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, I think he's got a residency at Berghain and, you know, whenever he comes back to Minneapolis and he's here, he'll play a show at his warehouse and just fucking throws it down. It's great. That's crazy. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So, oh, you want to talk a little bit about your, your Japan experience before we move along? Oh, yeah, sure, man. Um, excellent, excellent experience. I was there for 26 days total. And therefore work mainly. And, uh, you know, on the weekends, I'd, I'd just go into Tokyo and check out the city. Um, I loved it, man. It was great. Tokyo is an amazing place. Like I would say the food, the culture, the people, everything is just like efficient and unique and like amazing. It's just everything there makes so much sense. Like 
you know, public transportation is yeah. on time. The the toilet seats are heated and they have bidets. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> like they just take care of everything. Every little detail is great. Um, yeah. No, it's an amazing experience. And the, and the Japanese know how to fucking party, man. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. They work really, really hard and they play really, really hard too. So, right. um, the, the, the funny was, thing was like a couple of years ago, you would think they, I mean, they called everything techno. So you'd think they didn't really have much of an underground scene, but it seems like it's really taken, really picked up there in the last year and a half or so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure too much on the history of it, but that, that club was was packed, man. And they were into it and they were throwing down. Yeah. It was great. Great experience. Yeah. Well, Vato, when did you go to EDC out there? Or uh, Ultra? Yeah, so right? I went to Ultra. That was uh, in 2016, uh, I believe. And when I was there, they only had two stages. They had the, a big, massive main stage and like a little teeny tiny resistance stage. I remember going to see um, John Digweed close the first night, Sasha closed the second night, and there were maybe 150 people at, at, yeah. at the stage both nights, um, which was really cool, obviously, to see both of those artists, but um, there were probably 10,000 people at the main stage and maybe 150 at the, at the resistance stage. So um, it's, it's nice to see or to hear at least that their uh, scene is somewhat maturing. Um, I know a couple of our friends are going to EDC Japan in three weeks, so I'll be interested to see uh, what they describe it as and what, what the scene is out there. Yeah, we definitely want to hear from them about that. Yeah, but yeah definitely the underground scene is picking up over there. I mean, yes. Um, the, all the artists I follow, I see them going out there more often. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, the same um, club I was at the, the night before, I think it was like Hot Since 82 was opening up for him. And our, you know, he he's playing it's a stuff. Delgado's for. homeboy. I know Delgado would have loved that. Uh, yeah, I would have loved it. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's awesome. Anything else for your Japan trip? I ate so much fucking ramen. It was so good. Nice. Yeah, it's awesome. That's good. Uh, so yeah, for me, for my festivals, I don't think I have a lot planned. I've been playing out more, so that's taking up most of my time. Uh. And also, we we were planning on going to ADE this year again. So last time I went by myself because it was my sabbatical. And this year I was going to go with my girlfriend. But uh, we're looking at timing on tight because we bought a house. So oh, construction congrats, congrats. is probably going to be done around that time. Thank you. So we don't know. We don't know. It's kind of up in the air right now. I don't think I'm going to any big festivals soon. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, just to close out, we're like at 110. I don't know if I want to cover any other topics before we go, but uh, any other stuff coming up with your guys with your DJ careers? Um, yeah, so I have a, di a gig not um, this week, but the next week. It's called uh, Bedlam One. It's a night of a house and techno in downtown Phoenix. Um, I'll be closing down the main stage from one thirty to 3. Um, you can get tickets from me. Um, hard copies. So uh, send me a direct message, um, uh, and I can when either deliver them or just that? give them to you there. So, um, and then uh, I guess look out for my um, uh, my next episode of uh, Luminescence um, should be coming out um, shortly, hopefully in the next uh, month or two. So that's really what's going on. With uh, what What are we waiting for on that? for you to release that episode oh, i'm waiting yeah, for, we... for the previous episode right oh, yeah, I'll, <laughs> yeah i'll take i'll take uh heat for yeah. that i uh, uh 
it's all good. We all, we've all been, <laughs> yeah, we've all had those delays with work and getting sick and all that. So, but uh, yeah, Delga- we, uh, sorry, Vato, when did you say that show was? It is, uh, I believe, Friday, April 25th. Um, okay. or I, I Who's hosting that, that? Yeah, I, was, I, was, I don't think that's an actual date here. Um, right. Let me look up the calendar. Oh, sorry. It's Friday, April 27th. Um, okay. It's called Bedlam One. Um, it's a night of house and techno in downtown Phoenix. Uh, be sure to follow me on my Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash DJ Cubazoa, where you can find more information about the events and then just about me and any gigs. And I try to post sets that I played um after i'm done with them as well so just uh follow me on facebook um or soundcloud also dj cube is all right delgado um so i have yet to release my episode because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh red point and i uh uh swapped episode uh, numbers um got sick and uh, had a bunch of interviews i was going towards so kind of dropped the ball on that so i'm hopefully gonna get that done um in the next few days i've just been <laughs> that's like the ever looming promise i've been promising you guys so <laughs> but uh, today is like one of the first days i, I ventured spot, outside right? for longer than you know uh two hours so uh hopefully i'm back and going but uh, other than that not really um i've been actually talking to um one of uh, my buddy brian's uh friends who is actually playing at output uh, they have like a DJ crew that they're doing. So I'm going to be introduced to them. So we'll see. We'll see how that right. goes. Um, yeah, definitely keep us uh, informed about that. Yeah, We'd definitely. Love to see you out there. Yeah. All right. Corey? Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, Delgado, one more, one more shame here is yes. that, you know, we swapped episodes because I was going to go to Japan. <laughs> oh, oh wow yeah, just to give you a sense has of it hobby, been that long yeah i'm been? getting a sense of urgency i get it <laughs> so i'll probably be up um back in the rotation after that and as always i'm continuing my uh normal residency as my bedroom dj so nice yes well you gotta you gotta network with your boy dvs1 over there yeah yeah no kidding right i'll uh i'll set up a little show and show him what it's all about sweet and me i still have my residency on fridays over in mesa or every other friday so we're going this friday again it's going to be my other buddy resident victor it's his birthday celebration so we're going to do it pretty big uh usually we have like two or three guest djs but this time it's going to be mainly us two and he's bringing on a couple friends to jump on with him so it's going to be a lot of fun very loose um so that's out in Mesa KTV Lounge on Friday. Can you release the uh, lineup for this upcoming Friday? No, we don't. That's what I'm saying. We don't have a lineup. We have surprise guests. Oh, okay. That are just going to jump on. Yeah. So we're going to do some teasers and stuff, but it's mainly going to be us. I think after this week, we're taking a little break until the summer. We'll be back on. So it'll be like a month off. Okay. Uh, working on a couple other things for residencies coming up and throw, throwing some parties. Uh, I got to do my recording after this for my to play Pitch a Tent, which is that local festival that we like to go to. Uh, yeah, and just back to the podcast. So it's been fun having the residency and stuff. The whole different deal, which I guess we'll talk about some other time, as well as some other interesting topics that we have. If you're starting DJ and you're listening to this for some reason, which I don't know why you would, 
but we're all fairly beginning DJs. So, um, you know, I guess we're not, I'm not going to say we're super successful, but we always have some good advice to give if anybody wants that. So, I, um, I don't know how often we're going to do these episodes, so we'll see you guys back soon, right? What do you want to do this once a month? I'm down for whatever. It's pretty easy to set up. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. yeah, it is. It depends on our availability. That's the whole deal. So, yeah. All right. Any last words, guys, before we we sign out? Yeah, I got a shout out on my uh, Luminescence podcast by one of my favorite artists. So that was pretty cool. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. His name is Axe Can. Was it, was it Tom Starr? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Tom Kreider, actually. Andrew, it's like, <laughs> the guy would cry. He would quit and cry. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I do get the occasional um, yeah. uh, thumbs up on Facebook from uh, Kreider. So. There you go. Yeah, Did you get retweeted one time or something? Yeah, I got tweeted uh, probably like three or four times, uh, but I'm not counting. Oh, so, so you're basically homeboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're basically best friends. All right, sweet. Um, yeah, I think that's it for us. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Right. Yay. Yay.